Welcome to another episode of the Alamo City Sportscast. Today we're going to be joined by the infamous, the man, the myth, the legend himself, Spernandez. What's up, bro? Hey, como estas, homie? What's going on? How's everybody doing out there? Oh, you know, we're just keeping it puro here, dude. Puro, puro exit seven. <laughs> puro pinche exit seven. <laughs> puro marbot. Hey, man, we got to start the show off by, you know, playing our, our usual grito. You know, got to pour some out here for for the losers here. And that would be none other than the Texas Rangers. Mm. Se lo cagaron los pinche Rangers. Mm -hmm. So pour some out <laughs> for the Rangers fans. Pour some out for the Pinky <laughs> Rangers fans, dude. The Rangers se lo cagaron. They lost. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you know what? They lost to the Mariners 0-1. to one. That was all she wrote because the Astros won against the Arizona Diamondbacks 8-1, to one, dude. Freaking Where's Astros, our boy? man. Where's our boy Leha? Where's Chris Leha at? He's on the road right now. That was his excuse. Yeah. I'm on the road. I can't call him. <laughs> Hombre, ya está más cruel que la chingada. You know he was out there having a good time. Yeah, he's he's still, still trying to keep it off. Yeah, mm -hmm. bro. So, congratulations to Astros Nation and Astros mm -hmm. fans all across the great state of for Texas. For sure. Here. Hey, for sure. You know, their team, the underdogs, they didn't look like they were going to pull it out. They waited to the last freaking possible minute, the last game of the season, and they won. That's all they had to do was win. Hey, Amen. Yeah. Credit to the Astros. They pulled up and they did what they needed to do, and the freaking Rangers. Once again, they breaking hearts, bro. They had the fans believing. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? They did. They did. They, they. That means now that the Texas Rangers will go ahead and have to go into the wild card race here. Right. And they, they don't want to do that, dude, because some of these wild card teams, they're pretty damn good, man. Case oh, in yeah, point, yeah. Tampa Bay Rays. That's a sneaky damn good team, bro. I, I yeah. have that team coming out of that wild card, uh, coming out of the wild card race, and they could make some noise. So yeah, it's gonna be tough. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. They're gonna come in there with some momentum. So um, hey, yeah, that's it. Pays the win, you know. You don't got you don't got to worry about that stuff. So it does. I know man. my man John Dyer is ain't happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking for the Rangers fans. Get us all. You know they were hey. talking a lot of shit over the last couple <laughs> of weeks. Yoda crickets. Life comes at you fast, bro. Like I always say, life comes at you fast, dog. Hey man, we got some people watching here. Anthony L, what's Anthony up? L, what up? Dallas. What up? What up, bro? What up? What's up? And then David Some Atwater. Night, Rangers in the him. playoffs is all that matters. Hey, bro. I mean, they are True. technically True. right. They are. I mean, they say they dominated the Rays in the regular season. Hey, bro. Okay. The hey. postseason's a different story, man. Different hey, story. Again, anyone can come out of it, but that's exactly. true. Exactly. That's true. That's true. And then you hand over Fist. He says, "What's hand happening?" Over Fist. What's up, my man? What's up? What's Fernandez. Up? And yeah, Tim Gonzalez says, my Duke my boys Duke dropped to 19 in this mm, week's okay. AP poll. All right, all right. Keep an eye on Duke. Boss man. Tim Gonzalez, my man, my man. What's up, my man? What's up, big dog? Yeah, man. Thank you guys for watching. Hey, but we got to get into a talk right here real quick, man. I don't know if you saw, but the Spurs, they had media day today. Absolutely. Absolutely. That a lot of good stuff. Talk. Yeah, that is the talk, man. You had everybody out here, bro. Everybody was out there covering the, the Spurs media day. You had Devin Vassell. You had Wemby, Keldon Johnson, Zach Collins. 
got everybody out here, man. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Sohan, Coach Pop, you know. The only person I didn't see at media day was a pinche coyote, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was he was representing out out um um at the park uh Saturday. They they had a they had they had a little uh party with the hype squad. Oh yeah, coyote Sunday. was there. Uh, Steph, Steph was there. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah, uh, we should have had her on so she could have talked to us about that, dude. Because I wanted we to will. see. We will. We got to get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody who yeah. was there. You know what was the vibe? Yeah, she was, was there the with heart. the Spurs lady. Yeah, she was there with the Spurs lady. Um, I don't know if you could pull up her um. Twitter, but she yeah. had, she put up pictures with the hype squad and videos and stuff. It was a good time. Yeah, kids were out there. If it was a family friendly event, um, there she is. Yeah, yeah, pull her up. There she is. Give her a follow at Chicana Fuerte. <clears throat> um, if you go, yeah, she uh, had some video there. She's always repping Mutt's Lane. Oh, she loves her some Zach, man. <laughs> she loves her some Zach. Yeah, yeah there, I saw yeah. that dude yeah, yeah. right there. She Zach loves her Dougie. some Zach, some Zach and Dougie, man. So yeah, there that, that, yep, there it is right there. So That's it was a good time. Out. Yeah, yeah, Coyote was, was out there too, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is that the little Nestio right there? No, he's coming up. You'll see him though in this video. <laughs> There's a part of the video where he comes up and hugs the coyote. Everybody no, else man. is like, you know, hanging out there. The Nestio runs up to him and hugs. There he is. He's there. there. He is. But he'll he'll run up to him at part of this, some part of this video and just give him give him a big hug. But nah, man, it was a good time. Yeah, she said it was a good time. Hype squad, hype squad was out there. Um and uh she's yeah. up there, she's with the Spurs lady. Sovia's doing good, healthy, happy. Um, oh, so yeah, man. She said it was a good time. She's repping that DAC uh, uh bottle service champ uh champagne shirt. Yeah, so, yeah, I see that yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. stuff. She's, man. she's poodle, man. She's poodle. Yeah, but let's go ahead and share some of this stuff too from the media day so we can go ahead and talk about this. Yeah, because I mean there was good things that came out of media day, you know, little nice little sound bites here and there. Mm-hmm. Players saying the right things, you know. There's our boy Jeff Garcia there. He was there too yeah. for Media Day. Hector yeah. Ledesma there, a friend of the show, was there for Media mm-hmm. Day over at Sports Tonight. No, there's Coach Pop. He was addressing the media, man. They, uh, you know, and I, I like this, man. You get to mm-hmm. see the players just kind of having fun with it, talking with the media. They're not being asked a lot of serious questions. Yeah, they did ask, right. I mean, what are your expectations moving into the season? And they all said kind of the same thing. You know what? We don't want to talk about that. We don't really have the expectation. We just want to play hard, you know, mm-hmm. go out there. But I think the the low-key, though, they want to make a statement. You know, they want to come out and show the world, hey, we're here. You know, don't forget about us. We're going to make a name for ourselves this season. You all watch, you know? Oh, yeah. And I like that, man. I even like what Wemby had to say. You know, Wemby was out there, and he was saying a lot of the right things, too. So was Zach Collins. Keldon Mm -hmm. Johnson, man, some people were saying Keldon looked disinterested, you know. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know if I would say he looked disinterested. Maybe he's just one of these guys that was like, hey, man, I'm tired. You know, it's the media day. You know, I just want to get in and get this thing going. You know, maybe he's going to start working, you know, with his teammates. So I don't know if he was disinterested, you know, but I think he was just maybe he just wasn't feeling it all that much. You know, maybe he's not yeah. a guy who likes to talk to the media all that bad, you know. Right. Right. Could be. But I mean, what were your, your little uh, tidbits that you took away from Spurs Media Day? Yeah, man. I, You know what? I Again, I'm, I'm on West Coast time. Right. So I'm, it, it's it's, ten, it's early. 10 o'clock here. Right. So but, but I did get up early. And as soon as I got up, I saw everybody um, um getting ready for Media Day. Right. Um. You know, what I did like is, hey, from pop on down, and I tweeted this, they all said they want to win, right? There's a lot of, you know, back and forth about like, oh, do they want to win? I mean, they want to win, right? So they're not out there to to just, oh, well, 
you know, let's let's develop. Yes, they want to develop, but they also want to win. And Pop said it from the jump, and all of them have said the same. So I think um, last year was, you know, a, a different year. This year, you know, they want to win. They're they're out there to win. You know, how many games they win and all that, that, that remains to be seen. But having the want and the desire and the drive, first and foremost, is, is a good start. Um, you know, I know they talked about Keldon, and I think uh, his um, – He's talking about being an elite defender, right? He says, hey, I think I could still be an elite defender, right? And, of course, that drew some, some, you know, some naysayers, right? Yeah. I, I actually don't disagree with that in the sense of I feel like last year he was, you know, they, they were playing him at the four or at the three. You know, he really didn't have his position set. So maybe that was part of his uh, defensive woes. And I think, you know, if you're solidifying him at, at a position that's his right position, I think the defense will, will, will increase. So yeah, yeah no, no, all, all around good. Yeah. They played him a lot of small forward. You know, they played mm -hmm. him at that small mm -hmm. forward position a lot. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. So I mean, I don't know. I think what happened with him is that he was garnering a lot of attention from a lot of teams because arguably he was the go-to guy for the San Antonio Spurs. Right. So the mentality is let's go ahead and take the head of the snake off, you know. So they would right. attack him, double team him, triple team him, and just make life miserable for him, you know. Wouldn't give him the angles to go ahead and get the passing uh his passes off. The right way they were going ahead and covering the, the you know the passing angles and all that um they weren't letting him get going they wouldn't let him get going you know as far as trying to go ahead and kind of bull rush his way to the rim you know he had to be very yeah. methodical about it and it was just hard for him man they would get him out of rhythm early he was shots weren't falling um and it was just hard for him to score you know you co combine that with injuries that the spurs had it just wasn't a great season you know at the end near the end of the season a lot of, you know, a lot of the teammates that he had on the team were riddled with injury. So it just made things a little harder for him to score. And, I mean, it, it was frustrating, I'm sure. But this season's going to be a different season. You got Wemby, man, and that's what they all talked about. You got, the, you know, Wemby Yama kind of being the anchor in the paint. He's going to be a difference maker, no doubt, you know. But it's going to be interesting to see what the Spurs do with one Keldon Johnson. Where are they going to go ahead and put him? Are they going to put him in the starting lineup? Is he going to be coming off the bench? That That's going to be interesting to see what they do with him. I, I personally believe Coach Pop, he's going to have him coming off the bench. That's just me, though. You know? Um, what do you, you know? Think? Yeah. You know, they, yeah. They, so somebody asked him about that, right? And, and Coach Pop, his response was pretty epic. It was, um, if Manu Ginobili can come off the bench, anybody can. That's all he had to say. He he didn't go into detail about who was going to come off the bench, right? Um, but that 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 makes sense to me, right? He said, "Hey, Manu came off the bench. Anyone can." Um, it's going to be interesting. I, I think I say the the logical five best players are Zach, Wemby, Keldon, Jeremy, and Devin, right? Like to me, that's the starting five, quote unquote. That might be the closing five, if you will. Yeah. Whether the question's gonna be, does Pop want a traditional point guard and Trey? Right? Is it is are we are we playing position ball? Are we playing your best available? Right? Because when it comes to position ball, a true point guard is Trey. Right? Um, and then which would leave one an odd man out. Which I it wouldn't be surprised if it's Kelvin. Um, and again, he may flourish in that six man role. Right? He could flourish in that six man role. Um. So it's it's going to be interesting because one of the, you know someone's going to come off the bench. Um, and again, yeah, there's going to be a. I feel like there's going to be multi, There's going to be different 
uh, sets, right? Sometimes Pop may say, let's roll with the traditional point guard starting five. Other times it might be, no, let's, you know, Devin can handle the ball. Jeremy can handle the ball. Um, you know, more and more the NBA goes towards positionless ball, uh, basketball, right? Wamby can handle the ball. So do you need a traditional point guard? It also depends on who you're matched up with, I think, right? So um, it's going to be interesting. I, I, JC, my man, um, if, um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, if I had to bet, I would say Kelvin off the bench. A wild card would be Jeremy off the bench. Uh, um, um, you know, but I, I don't know. I mean, I think I think his budding stardom is, is going to be tough to say, hey, go to the bench. But also, again, any one of those guys would flourish off the bench. I think, though, at the end of the day, no matter who comes off the bench, the minutes aren't going to get um, hurt, right? Like, you're going to have your closers, right? Um and Pop has done that in the past. And Pop has technically played certain people in certain positions. Just, you know, Dwan Blair was technically the center. But David, or I'm sorry, but Tim was, you know, really the anchor. So it's, it's, it's interesting. We'll see. Yeah, and there's an interesting, I guess, stat that Jimenez had shared. I think it was earlier today, probably early in the morning. I'm going to go ahead and put this up here. I saw Angle. that. Before yeah, the season yeah. starts, Tankathon. He says predicts the Spurs having both six, number six and seventh picks in next year's draft. Mm -hmm. No he meant it. Already <laughs> starting, bro. It's too early, bro. It's too early for him, bro. It's too early for him to starting his nonsense. Dog. Like, I think he just, I'm telling you, man, he's a, he's oh. a masochist, man. He loves punishment, man. You know, he's a glutton for punishment because he just loves it, man. He does it to himself. <laughs> he's just, like I said, he's that rotisserie chicken, bro. Just constantly yeah, getting yeah, hurt, man. Yeah, constantly. All the time. <laughs> but anyway, man, I don't think that it's going to be like that for the Spurs. Hopefully, the Spurs aren't going to be a lottery team. But they did make some moves, you know, here in the, on the weekend. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's, to me, that's interesting. You know, there was, yeah. there was nothing more than, okay, you know. Uh, they made a move. And they're moving on from their... Uh, from one of their veterans that they had uh, made a trade for, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, it wasn't, it was ho-hum, you know, it wasn't like, was his name? Reggie Bullock. They went ahead. Reggie and, Bullock. Yeah. Reggie Bullock. Yeah. Ahead. Yeah. I mean, I think th those, those guys were part of trades that I think that the, the pick was really the main goal that they were going after. Um, so it doesn't surprise me. I mean, I, the, the Spurs organization has a, has a history of doing stuff like this where you get a guy, wave them, or buy him out, different things. Um, yeah. Bullock's a solid guy. I mean, I think he could help a team. Um, but um, I think with the guys that they have, and, you know, again, it, it's where, where are you? Where You know, pick your poison. You bring a vet, but is he going to take minutes from the young guys? You know what I mean? And, and how is that going to uh, operate, right? So, um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, there's still one more cut to be made, right? Everybody, you know, Ken Birch is like the Jason Voorhees. He has nine lives. He's still there. Um you know, they, they uh, signed us a, a, a training camp uh, deal. Yeah, man. A guy that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, that they did. This is what they did. So they went ahead and they they waved. They were wa they waved Reggie Bullock, mm -hmm. Seth Milner, Bye. Junior, yeah. mm -hmm. Raekwon, and Gray. Mm -hmm. Ra Raekwon Gray on on Saturday, right? So they also they also signed Charles Bediaco, right? Yeah, I believe he played on their summer league, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think yeah. this move here is probably he's probably going to be delegated to the Austin, you know, Spurs. They'll probably go yeah. ahead and have him here for training camp and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Wave him, then go ahead and pick him up over there. He'll play with the yeah. Austin Spurs. 
okay, you know, but they still have some some spots open, you know. So again, interesting to see who they're going to pick up, who they're going to try to give chances to, you know. And again, they're just making moves behind the scenes. I mean, this shouldn't really come as a surprise mm-hmm. to Spurs fans. Unless they were waving like C.D. Usman or something like that, then they'd be like, hey, what are you guys doing? And they showed C.D. Usman, too. He was over there, you know, in media day. Yeah, he, he looks like he's going to be part of the – I think he's going to be part – I think he's going to be that that piece off the bench that comes off as spark every once in a while. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like the Spurs have had their eye on him for a while. I, I feel like I remember, uh, uh, you know, a few years ago, some talks about him coming over, and he fits, right? He had the international flavor. Um He's a shooter, right? He's 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 like one of those typical Spurs players from back in the day that, you know, he ain't gonna be a star, he ain't gonna be a starter, you know, a Steve Kerr type guy, a, a dude that just comes off the bench and starts knocking down uh, shots for you, right? Or Roger Mason, right? Some somebody like that 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 can get hot, right? And I think this guy with a, a reinvigorated uh, uh, team and and he doesn't gotta be uh, the main guy or or even the top three or four or five guys, he could come off the bench and and, and do some damage, right? I feel like he's gonna be one of those fan favorites that comes off and gets hot and, and, and hits some shots and clips moments. Like I said, like a Roger Mason, like a Gary Neal. Yeah. You know. They have Trey Jones as a backup PG. That's what STP 11 saying. I mean, I, I love Trey, man. I, I really do. I think, I think Trey is solid and he's a, he's a good defender. He does all the right things. Um, he'd be an amazing backup. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, if we had a, if you had another uh, um, star point guard, if you will, I'm interested to see, if the Spurs come the trade deadline or are actually in making noise and there's something there, maybe they make a trade at the trade deadline, right? Again, I know this is not characteristic for the Spurs. It's not a, people are like, no way, whatever. This is a new era with Wamby. There's a new thing going. If if they make noise, if they're somewhere and contending come trade deadline, maybe they do make a move. They have that, they have assets, they have things there. I don't know. We'll see. You know, again, like I always say. I'm not, I'm not like some of these Twitter folks who absolutely know what's going to happen. They, they know what, what's going to happen. They know um, what Pop and RC are doing. They, they know everything, right? I don't, I don't know any of that. They got the, the inside information. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, yeah, they already know. They already know what's yeah. going to happen. They, they, why even watch the games? They know, that the, they know what's going to happen this season, apparently. I already know um, the outcome. I, yeah, 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 exactly. I already know the outcome. <laughs> they swear they know everything. I, I yeah, never bro. talk in absolutes because I don't know, right? I really don't. Right? Nobody so does. I think, Nobody uh, does, man. Right? At the end of the day, hey, I mean, my man right here said uh, Sadie Osman is a he, he do is a nephew. Turkey, that, that's interesting because Turkey oh, played wow. for the Spurs a little bit. That's it. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. that's cool. Well, uh, what, yeah, a, man, so, what a so weird we'll connection there, right? What a weird connection. That, that is. To the Spurs. That is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know he's from Turkey. I do know that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's interesting. It it wasn't in it a lot of a lot of the things that this the the players had to say, you know, in particular, I like what Wemby had to say. You know, he just wants to go out there and win. And he mm. said he gained about 10 to 15 pounds since he's been here in San Antonio, San hey, Antonio. Hey, tacos, bro. I'm um, hey, yeah, he, yeah, he's on he's on he's on the he's on the prowl, man. Somebody invited so. him to the asada, bato. That's he invited him to the asada. You know, he was out there doing <laughs> tacos, asada, pastor. Yep. You know, he's eating those tacos. We gotta, we gotta get, we gotta get Chris Leha to, to 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 cook for him, man. To to throw down on that grill, and, and we gotta bring him. You know, we gotta we, we gotta get him going. Pull up, <laughs> we got you, we got you, homie. Pull up. <laughs> but it is exactly. bound to happen. You know, he put on ten mm-hmm. to fifteen pounds, and I think it's because he's been working out a lot with the players, sure. trying sure. to find that healthy median in between. You know, they want mm-hmm. him to put mm-hmm. on a little bit of weight, but not too much because yeah. it's going to affect his his longevity in the league. You sure. know. So he just wanted him to bulk up with muscle. Doesn't mean that he has to put on a ton of weight. We don't want him to look like Yao Ming or nothing, you know? Right, 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 right. Still, you want him comfortable 
at that playing weight that he's going to be entering the league in. And you don't want him to be yeah. in, you know? So I think it's a good, um, healthy median in between. So I Absolutely. like that he had to say, you know, he just wants to come in. He wants to help the team. He wants to win. He seems like he really loves being here in San Antonio and he loves the people because he's like, he's he said, I feel uh, blessed that the people have embraced me, you know, like he he really feels connected to the culture, the, the yeah. people here in San Anto, you know, and by him going to the murals and them just mm -hmm. having them come in. He doesn't need bodyguards or nothing. Everybody's just <laughs> real respectful trying to buy him drinks, you know. Of course, he's, he's still not a drinking age, but... Yeah, yeah. Like buying lemonade. lemonade. Buying some lemonade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so... We got to get... You know what? We got we got to get him some special leaf, man. My, my hey, man, JC. We got to go. get him some special leaf, you know. Yeah. There you go. Maybe that'll make its way to him pretty soon, you know? Yeah. We're, we're always yeah. around town, so it'll be like, hey, dude. We'll work it. We'll, we right are, we'll, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll work that. I got to put it in his hand. I got I to put it in his hand. <laughs> but you feel, you feel that he's loving it here. You know, he's mm -hmm. only been here two months. Yeah. And it seems like he has a connection with the fan base, the people. You know, he's embraced the city. He's loving it. The fans love him. You know, and I think this is a good thing all around because the more that you have players like Wembeyama, you know, who's the next first, you know, arguably superstar, you know, this is going to be the guy that's going to be going to the all-star game and whatnot. That's the expectation. Having him set the tone and having the other players, the younger players that have already gone out and embraced the city and, you have Jeremy Sohan being, yeah. you know, spotted around town, you know, Malachi Branham. You have all mm -hmm. these players that are coming out and they, mm -hmm. they're taking in other sporting events, SAFC and whatnot. Yeah. This is yeah. great because this is the next generation of, of Spurs fans, of Spurs players going, going out and hanging out with the fans. You love seeing that, man, because it's already here. The Wimby era is already here, man. It's here. It's not going anywhere. It's the start. And this is the beautiful thing that you like to see. This is the connections that are being made between the players and the fan base. So the bigger the connection, the stronger that bond, the more that these players want to go out there and win, not just because they want to win together collectively as a team, but they also want to win for the city, dude. They want to, they want to win for the fans. And that's so special because like we saw, remember, in, in the days of old, when the Spurs went on their championship runs, every time that team went further and further and further into the 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 playoffs it was special it was that special bond between the players and the fan and you feel like that's happening again right oh yeah absolutely yeah man um yeah the honking down commerce right all that stuff you know fiesta has a different vibe when the spurs are in the playoffs um you know I, and, and i and listening to you talk man i i started just all this stuff started coming to my head and i started thinking about it i think um everyone deserved to feel special that's right daisy um I, I i think okay he's from france right and and, yeah. and i've been overseas right i've been i've been blessed through my time in the marine corps to, to visit um other countries right so i've been to you know spain italy greece europe and i feel like People are, are it's it's they're big cities and stuff, but they're 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 tight, right? They're small, like there's like villages and there's historical landmarks, right? And all this stuff, right? And I feel like in a way, um, yeah, I do need to take Wemby to Bill Miller. I feel like in a way, Wemby is kind of finding uh, um in, in a strange way, San Antonio very similar to to his time in France and in Europe. I'd be interested to hear somebody ask him that, right? I might have to hit up my man Theo, who's a uh He's a, a reporter from France that's here. Um, I met him at the at the Wemby uh, uh, watch party, and he's he's in, not here, but he's in San Antonio covering media day, and he's going to be around, right? So I'm going to link up with him when I'm there on, in two weeks. 
I feel like maybe that some, some has something to do with it, right? When you when you're in France and these different countries, you're beloved as a star, like and and you're beloved, but you could go amongst the people, right? You could walk around, you could be around. There's like you know, and it's like a cult following, but you're, you're part of us, right? So I feel like that's what he's starting to feel here, right? That's one thing he's about one San Antonio is exactly, exactly. He's one of us. San Antonio has like a big city and small city feel to it, right? And when you go around and you go to the murals and you're around the people, I feel like he's feeling the same kind of connection that he did feel when he was in Europe and overseas, right? Um, you know, and and again, there's nothing wrong with big markets, LA, uh, New York, right? And, and Miami, these places, those are amazing places to live and party and hang out. I've been there, right? I love those places. But I don't think you get that in an LA, you know what I mean? Or or a New York, right? You're not going to get um, that, that feel of, hey, you're one of us, it's culture, um, let's go to the murals, let's go to the bar and have a lemonade, let's go hang out, right? And there's so much going on in LA. You're one of uh, many stars in LA, you know what I mean? Yes, you're a big star, but get in line, right? Look look at look at Taylor Swift, right, at, at, at the game. <laughs> she has she has a, a Wolverine and, and my other man there, and no one even paid them no attention, right? She has Ryan Reynolds and, and, and uh, what's his name? Blake Lively. Uh, yeah, yeah, all them, right? They're all there, right? And, and everyone's like, oh yeah, look, Taylor's there. I'm just saying, like, in an LA market, in a New York market, there, there's a lot of pros for. A, there's a lot of pro, pros, and then you know, I'm talking pros and cons. There's, there's a lot of pros for somebody to go to a big market. There really is, right? But when I'm talking about like what he wants, right? He seems to be kind of a humble dude, wants a family atmosphere, like my man is talking about. That's what he probably had in France, and that's what he had over there in Europe. That's my what he's used to and what he likes, right? Um, so. I don't know. That's just me, honestly, off the top of my head right now, and kind of hearing you what you were saying. I think that's kind of something there. You know, he's enjoying the, uh, the, the like I said, the murals, the hanging out, the going to the different events here in San Antonio, and I think it's going to get just even more enamored with the city, and the city's going to get enamored with him, and um, it's going to be a fun ride, man. Like it really is. I think what he's starting to feel now is he's starting to uh, understand how important it is to, I guess, be a San Antonio Spur. You know, and, and not only that, but like I said, that connection that he's already forming with the fan base. He's putting a lot of pressure on himself right now. His rookie year, he knows how bad these fans want to win. And I think yeah. he he wants to win for them, too. Right. Not only for himself, of course, and his teammates and work hard mm -hmm. and do all that. But he knows, man, I want to win this for them. They're good people. You know, San yeah. Antonio's filled with good people. And it, I think he he's really he really embraced it. I don't think he really knew what it was all about. Because I mean, he he's talked to Manu, he's mm -hmm. talked to Timmy, he's talked to Tony, you know, yeah. he's talked to Pop and everybody else and the other players that have been here. But until you go out there and you experience it and you see it firsthand, it changes you. And I think right. him yeah. being here in just this short amount of time, it's changed him. Mm -hmm. You know, he might have thought he knew San Antonio. He doesn't know it. He didn't know it until he went out there and he mingled with the people, you yeah, know. Yeah. And now that he's yeah. mingled with the people, this is going to be a long love affair with, between Wemby and the people of San Antonio. And that, Absolutely. like I said again, that bond right there, man, and that bond is strong, man. He's going. These these players are going to want out there, go out there, and they're going to want to win, you know. And that's all you heard him say: "We want to win. We want to win." Mm -hmm. Even Devin Vassell. He got bulked up, dude. He bulked up a little bit more. You can oh, yeah. see he's been busy working. Yeah. He had a lot of great things to say. They said, how's the knee? Oh, it feels great. He yeah. feels great. He just wants to get out there. He wants to play. And I had said this, too. Look for Devin Vassell to be 
arguably be one of the Spurs' best players when it comes to to defense, right there with Jeremy Sohan. Mm -hmm. And he kind of said this, too, in his press conference. Hey, you know, I want to get my defensive game up, you know, and it's like he can be – I'm not saying that he's going to be Kawhi, but he could be the Spurs' best two-way player on the team, no doubt in my mind. And I think this is going to be his year. As long as he stays healthy, man, I have high expectations for Devin Vassell. I even think he could possibly be the Spurs' highest-scoring player uh, on the team this coming season. Those are just my thoughts. I mean, how are you feeling about him and, and working on his defense? And do you think he could be one of the best two-way players the Spurs have? You know what, man? I think you're right. I'll, I'll tell you this. Before injuries last year, Devin was was on track. He was. To at least be in the talks of, of All-Star. I, I'm just saying I'm, I don't want to be overzealous in what I'm talking about, but I will say that uh, he before, if you remember, beginning of the season, before injuries, I know it was early and it was a small sample, but he he was um, um in he was looking like he was going to be at least in a discussion about about in an All Star uh, game, um, and I think the health is what's going to keep him. Um, you know, like you said, as long as he's healthy, then yes, he can be. Uh, you know, he's explosive on the offense. We already know what he can do. He's a good defender, right? He's long. He's quick. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a breakout year for Devin. I really do. And yeah, look you know, at David with, Atwater. Yeah, he's saying Devin and Wemby mm-hmm. will lead the team yeah, in scoring. I, mean, I, I have no again, doubt. Again, all the yeah, all the attention that's going to go to Wemby, right, is going to open up for Devin Kelvin or Jeremy, all these guys, obviously, right? That goes without saying. But um, um, yeah, uh, I, you know, I think uh, I'm excited for Devin. Devin's gonna. It's this is going to be a good breakout year for him. Don't ever say the quitter's name again. <laughs> he's talking mm-hmm. about. The Deuce. We'll name him the Deuce. That's what, uh, <laughs> what's his name? My friend uh, Wesley Perkins calls him the mm-hmm. Deuce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my son, he was talking to me about him tomorrow in the morning, too, before he went to school. Uh-huh. We're kind of dropping it up, talking about Spurs. My, yeah. my baby boy, he's already going to be 18 years old, you know? Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about Kawhi. <laughs> I was like, no, but I don't say that name here, man. I was hey, like, I'm if anybody wants to know anything about Kawhi, just, just check my pen tweet. <laughs> that's, all, that's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is check my pen tweet. <laughs> no, but I do. It's fun, dude. I'm, I'm going to miss those conversations with my boy, dude, when he goes off to college, you know? Yeah. He's in his senior yeah. year right now. But just yeah, having those man. little conversations, chopping it up, talking Spurs and this mm-hmm. Cowboys and all that with yeah. him. Man. I'm yeah. miss that. Oh, it's fun, man. It's fun. That's one thing. Like I said, my boys are grown too. Um, I do got a six-year-old, but um, yeah, through the it, it, we get together, we start talking Spurs, we start talking boxing, we start talking Cowboys, and that bond is always there. That's why I'm yeah. such a sports fanatic too, is because um, it's more than that. It's a bond that my sons and I have had since they were little kids, right? And so um, same here, dude. Yeah, yeah they, they grow up and they have their own lives and they do everything, right? That's how life is. But we always come back to be connected when it comes to Spurs games, Cowboys games, big fights, you know. Exactly, man. My boy, my oldest, was talking to me about the Canelo fight and this and that. You know, we're kind of talking about it yesterday. And yeah. he was telling me this morning, he was texting me before I did the show. He's like, hey, Dad, uh, what, when do you want me to go down there so we can watch the games in November? Because he's going to come down and visit us in November. So I was giving him the days, you know, that I have the season tickets and all that. Hey, yeah. we can go this day. We can go that day. So I gave him some choices, man. He's like, okay, let, let me see what uh what I can do to get off. But as old as he is, he still remembers me taking him to the Spurs games, you know? And, and he remembers that. So he, they like That's they awesome. like doing that. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big they get. They like coming back and watching the game with Dad, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, man, so let's go ahead and pause real quick and have a quick read from one of our sponsors, MCS General Contracting. 
MCS General Contracting, more than 30 years of combined experience and concrete placement. They are the best in the business, honest pricing, high quality work. They get going on house foundations, driveways, concrete patio decks. If you want to extend the deck, extend the driveway. If you're a business and you need to put together a slab, a parking lot or other concrete placement services or sidewalks, reach out to MCS General Contracting at 210-774-9155. They're confident in their skills, so give Chris Leha over at MCS General Contracting a call at 210-774-9155. And thank you for being a sponsor of this show. Yeah, thanks, Christopher Leha. We appreciate you, big dog. You know, make sure you what call does he say? What, is, what does he say? That's the hardest concrete in the business, diamond hard. You know, <laughs> you, can either, you can either get it cheap or you can get it done right. You want it done right? Call MCS General Contracting. Tell my boy Christopher Leha, you heard you heard it here first, you know? We yeah, sent yeah. you his way. His number is mm-hmm. 210-774-9155. Yeah, man. Let's go ahead and get back into this sports talk here, man. We had, like I said, you had the Astros, the Rangers. You had the Spurs Media Day that was popping off. And the other thing that was popping off, the one thing that we can't forget about, is Los Puro Pinche Cowboys. You know, I know how you're walking into the office today. You know how I'm walking Your in. little flag going. <laughs> All the haters going to hate. Nobody's oh, going to look at know. you in the eye. They ain't got nothing to mm-hmm. say because the mm-hmm. Cowboys, they put an ass whooping on <laughs> Belichick and the Patriots, man. Worst, I mean, worst loss. For, they said it was the worst loss Belichick had. Right. He benched Mac Jones. Era. Era. Yeah. 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 It was era. Yeah. 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 38 to three, dude. This was unexpected. I thought the Patriots were actually going to win this game. The Patriots, they shit the bed something awful, bro. They came in here. And I even thought, oh, I thought Zeke, the, you know, they're going to play the tribute video for Zeke. He's going to have a great game. Nope. They shut that down, dude. I mean, this was an ass whooping from the beginning to the end. This was a complete game for the Dallas Cowboys. They were able to score the red zone. You know, the defense looked looked like the, the defense that we were accustomed to seeing. But again, it's against the Patriots. And the Patriots aren't the Patriots of old. That's a different team. But the Cowboys, they have a, a tough game coming up. They're going to be facing the 49ers, dude, who are undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so that's going to be a good test for the Cowboys. But what were your thoughts on this game? I mean, were you out there <clears throat> screaming and yelling, Puro Pinche Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm out here. I'm out here in San Diego, and I'll, I'll tell you what, you'd be surprised. There's a lot of Cowboys fans out here. Um, there's a lot of Cowboys fans oh, here in SoCal. Tra- yeah, hey, Cowboys yeah. fans travel well, bro. We travel yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So there's a lot of Cowboys fans here in Southern California. Um, but, yeah, no, I was watching it uh, with my sons, and, um, you know, they did, I, You know, they struggled a little bit at first in the red zone, right? They, they, this, the same red zone woes kind of started. Um which they got to clean up, man, or they got to not get in the red zone and just score deep. I don't know what they got to do, right? But um, then they did finally did score in the red zone. Um, the defense was there, right? Bland was on point. Um, Micah was doing his thing. Um, you got some some touchdowns on, on, from defense. Um, but, yeah, Dak just didn't make mistakes, right? Did what he was supposed to. Um, I, we're going to see. We're going to see what – we're going to find out because the first two weeks they look like world beaters – they they uh, didn't look great against Arizona. We don't know if that's the one off. They look better. They look back to form against the Patriots. We'll find out. Will the real Dallas Cowboys please stand up? We'll find out this week against the 49ers. This is a this is the test. Yeah, this is the this is a big one. 
Hey, man, I got to say, man, that hat, that uh, that little cap there that Dak was wearing after the game, that Ooh. had, like, all those colors on it, dude. Hey, yeah. man, that thing was fire, bro. Yeah, they had they were wearing it. Um, um, there was uh, there was like a sweaters that they were wearing with those colors. Like it was, yeah, it was cool. It was it was really cool. Um, I'm gonna snag me one, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He I actually like had a little slip up. I don't know if y'all saw it on on live TV where he said I had to I had to pause it and rewind it because I had to make sure he said it when they interviewed him and he said uh Aaron Andrews I believe and he said uh yeah uh, uh nobody should be nobody should bitch about that performance. And yeah. I and I rewinded it because I was like, did he just say that? And he kind of made a face like, uh oh, but but I mean, it's not a big deal. But it's just funny, right, to see that. It just shows, hey, that that hey, he's 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 saying like, hey, look, we're we're doing what we're supposed to do. We hear all the we hear all the critics, um, but we'll find out um, for the 49ers game, man. I think the defense is gonna put pressure on Brock on Purdy. They're gonna they're gonna the defense is gonna show up. Where we're gonna find out, you know is the offense, what the offense can do versus the 49ers. I think that's where the key is going to be. Here's the thing with the 49ers, man. The 49ers have a really good defense, and their offense is yeah. good enough to win games, sure. you know? Um, and I think what's going to happen with the Cowboys is they're going to have their, – their defense is going to have to play a stellar game, and the mm -hmm. defense is going to have to score either, you know, yes. pick six, picks, picks, yep, yep. fumbles, something, yeah. yeah Whatever sure. they got to do, man to make this game change the change this in into the Cowboys favor. In other yeah. words, change the trajectory mm -hmm. into the Cowboys yeah. favor, because yeah. it's going to be tough for the Cowboys to score, especially getting in that red zone with this yeah. San Francisco 49ers defense, man. It's, it's yeah. a tough it's gonna, defense. Yeah. Dude. It needs to be a low scoring game, right? It can't yeah. be a shootout. It can't be a, a, a offensive bombs. If it's a low scoring game and all that, I think the Cowboys and their defense have a chance, but. Um, yeah, Bland had two picks, one for pick six. Mario says that's true. Bland, Bland stepped up, man, big time. Which, you know, man, we 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 waiting. Uh, we we just wished we had digs, but hey, we got to roll with who we have. But um, exactly, um, man. Yeah, you're right. I think you're, you're, you're the defense is going to be the key, key against the 49ers. It is, man, and and the Cowboys need to continue to win because los pinche Eagles let los lechuzas cagadas. They bro, keep winning overtime, too. bro. I thought they were gonna lose, yeah. bro. I thought I thought the commanders had them. They they were in overtime, and I was like, man, the Eagles are gonna lose, and they found a way to win, man. So yeah, Cowboys got to stay on pace, um, because it's gonna come down to the NFC East. Man, the freaking commanders, bro. Se lo cagaron, dude. They had a mm -hmm. chance. They had a chance, but their mm -hmm. defense just couldn't hold them, man. The defense yeah. just couldn't hold the line, dude. They couldn't. Yeah. They couldn't stop the Eagles, man. And unfortunately, the commanders they get handed an L in OT. This is a game they yeah. could have won, dude. It's going to come yeah. back and haunt them, you know? Oh, yeah. So, man, I'm excited about this game that's going to be coming up next week between the Cowboys and the 49ers, man. But we Sunday also night. Have... It's yeah. Sunday night game, too. Sunday yep. night that's game. Big one. Mm -hmm. Prime time. time. Prime time, baby. So that means some drinking yeah. is going to be going on. Oh, you already know. You already yeah, know. Yeah, sabes. <laughs> yeah, sabes, bro. I'm going to be over there at the, the sports bar. Probably be. Hey, at the, end of, hey the, next day, the next day is a. Uh... I don't know what they call it anymore, right? It used to be Columbus Day, but I don't know. I don't, I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. So we yeah, might, I'm off Monday. I'm off that yeah. next Monday. So Sunday. Exactly, is, we, bro. On. I think I'm off it's Monday if too. Are, if you're off Monday for Indigenous People's Day, Columbus Day, whatever you want to call it, yeah. you know, we're celebrating. So. <laughs> yeah, Savas, dude. If it's especially and we're going to be off on Monday, man, it's over, bro. I'm gonna have you know, to take Chris a look. You know, Chris Leha, he ain't even a Cowboys fan, but he'll he'll be he'll be throwing them down. He'll be throwing yeah. them back. <laughs> exactly so i don't know maybe i'm gonna go to the maybe i'm gonna go to a sports bar or maybe i'll just have the cook out here for yeah. the hint for my familia yeah. 
That might be one that I might go watch at a at a bar or at a, at a Buffalo Wild Wings or something like that with my sons. Yeah. I don't know. Well, that might be a one that I'm gonna have to go to because I just thought about it right now about being off on Monday. So the weather's supposed um, to be good that weekend, dude. And mm-hmm. I have the projector frame. I already built it in the backyard, you know. So it's a nice. permanent structure there. Nice. I just gotta put the projector screen out and invite the go, familia bro. over. I have the little fire pit, ito, you know. Let's yeah, do it, man. Bro. Let's go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, man. So we had some other games too. You know, it's some teams won that I didn't think we're gonna win, and teams lost that I think we're gonna lose that bad. You know, like one of them. I I, I picked the Panthers, man, to to beat the Vikings, mm-hmm. and the Panthers lost to the Vikings. They had them on the ropes, but mm-hmm. Primo Cousins came back, bro. He yeah. brought the team mm-hmm. back, and he he willed them to victory, twenty-one to three. And this yeah. one, man, I had the Bears beating the Broncos. Oh I didn't, man! I'm like, Come on, man. The Bears are really the worst team in the NFL right now. I know they yeah. broke my, my girl's heart, you know, Carolina Teague. She's one of our good <laughs> friends here. I had to go and poke the bear a little bit, you know, tell you, all right, girl, you all right? Yeah. She takes me back. No. <laughs> I tell her, you keep believing in this team, and they keep breaking mm. your damn heart. When are you going to come to yeah. terms, man? They're just, yeah. they are that bad. They are that bad. And the other team, man, that I thought, okay, man, I don't know if they have a shot against the Steelers. Those pinch of Texans, dude, they dominated oh. the team 30 to 6, bro. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm not a Texans fan, but I'll tell you what, that, that quarterback got a little something. That quarterback, CJ's got a little something out there. And I ain't going to lie, man, the red, the red uniforms are pretty hard. Those red uniforms, I ain't going to lie, man, were pretty hard. Um, and, uh, yeah, they, they got some cooking with that with that kid at quarterback. Yeah, man, the other thing, too, Chiefs and Jets. This was the primetime game, man. Yeah. Hey, Jets made it a fight. Jets they made did. the fight. I'll tell you what, man. I, they were down 17-0. It looked like it was a wrap. T. Swizzle was, was doing her thing. Everybody was excited. She had Wolverine and Deadpool, whoever up, upstairs with her. Yeah. Um, and then um Zach Wilson showed up. Zach he Wilson finally showed decided up to he play. The game. Yeah, he yeah. Showed but up I tell you, that was a costly, it was a costly <laughs> fumble, man. Um, um at the, that snap, right? But um, yeah, they made it a good a good game. I will say they did it. And Patrick Mahomes had two interceptions, was about to have a third kind of got taken back by a controversial call but um he was a little bit off too but and then he pulled it off at the end like he always does man so it was a good game yeah man i felt bad for zach wilson though man all the mm-hmm. shit that everybody's giving him and i said myself he's in a man, tough I, position he's in a tough position man i he, said he I'm, really tough. I'm i'm done with the jets bro i was having him yeah. i had him in the last two weeks in my parlay and they messed up my parlay twice mm-hmm. they belong to the streets now I'm I'm never gonna have them in my parlay ever again. I don't oh, believe in man. them. I wish mm. him the best, bro. But I'm done with them. I'm done with yeah. them. Mm-hmm. But I felt bad for Zach Wilson after the game. You saw his teammates consoling him, and he's like, "I yeah. fucked up. Mm-hmm. I fucked up." Yeah, yeah. He said, "I lost it." Right. He, he you yeah. could read his lips. He said, "He goes, he goes, I lost it." He goes, "That was on me." Um, I, I I mean, as a leader, taking it on himself. I mean, I I think there's something there, some character there. But yeah, it's a tough one, man. It's a tough one for him. He's in a tough situation. You know, he really is. But um, but he fought back, man. He fought hard. So. Look, Tex-Mex, Frank. Can, Cowboys cannot play mental ball and make mistakes. <laughs> mental ball. That's funny. They are riding high after giving uh, Belichick a nalga. <laughs> that's facts. That, that's okay. a, they, I could have said it better myself. Nalgada. Tex-Mex, Frank, you know. <laughs> yeah, they give him a nalgada. You know, they beat mm-hmm. the shit out of the freaking Patriots, man. You know Bill Belichick. He always has that face, bro. That oh, yeah. that That resting bitch face. He's never happy. Yeah, yeah. He's always like, fuck, oh, yeah. fuck, fuck. And even after the game, he had to go and shake McCarthy's hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, he don't want to be there. He don't want to do none of that crap, dude. He's like, yeah, y'all kicked our ass and what? 
you know yeah. he's like let's get off the field yeah. i can go yell at that. people you know <laughs> he got that he got yeah. that he got that canelo ass whooping man hey that's <laughs> another thing we're going to talk about here but before yeah. we go ahead and start talking about a little bit of that boxing we got to go ahead and pause real quick have another ad read from our friends over at serenity manor serenity manor is an events venue located at 14405 old bandera road across from flores country store set in a historic building that is over 100 years old you can have a baby shower bridal showers quinceaneras sweet 16s corporate events weddings there's an indoor and outdoor venue with the dance floor and a sand volleyball court out in the back set under the shade of the trees and there is beautiful lighting in the evenings serenity manor is a very beautiful place that is very family oriented and they have rotating thursday nights they have karaoke and game nights they also have a bar that serves beer, wine, and margaritas. So after a concert at Floors Country Store, you can go over, diagonal across the street, catty corner, grab a beer, get away from the crowd, and check out the beautiful Serenity Manor. Yeah, so make sure you go check out Serenity Manor. They got rotating Thursday nights where they have family game night, and they also have karaoke night. Again, it's a great place to take the kids. You know, you can take them there. They're not all getting shit-faced and becoming obnoxious and all that. Great family atmosphere. You can go ahead and check them out. They're at 14405 Old Bandera Road in Helotus, Texas. So we're going to go ahead and start talking about what else, man, our favorite pastime, boxing. Yeah, and once this again, is my favorite part of the show. We have <laughs> Super Mexicano himself, the Super Mexican. Mm -hmm. Canelo, puro pinche Canelo, dude. Yeah. Canelo looked like Canelo, dude. Charlo did not stand a chance. He mm -hmm. beat his ass from the, from the beginning. All the way to the end, he dominated. Very dominating performance by Canelo. I was glad to see Canelo fighting like Canelo. I mean, Charlo didn't... He didn't even look like he had any resistance. He didn't have any fight in him, dude. You had other boxers calling him out, saying that he was embarrassing. I mean, bro, this was a dominating performance by by Canelo. I mean, do you think Charlo had any business being in that ring? So... First off, the whole card was good, right? There was a really good undercard. Oh, yeah. Um, our, our guy, Bar Mar Barrios El Azteca from San Antonio, had a big signature win. That was a huge win for him against Ugas. Ugas is a very quality opponent. Uh, beat Pacquiao, been in the ring with Aero Spence. Mario Barrios getting that win was huge for him and for San Antonio. So shout out to El Azteca, Mario Barrios. Um, you know, listen, like I said it uh, last week, uh, Charlo went up two weights. That's a very difficult thing to do, man. Charlo has the belts in his weight class, 154. Uh, to move up uh, uh, two weights is, is pretty difficult. Um, I thought he'd be a little bit slick in the beginning, but Canelo was on point, man. Canelo was from jump. He knew that uh, uh, he had the, the you know, the, the, the dominating performance. Um, Canelo dropped him with a body shot at one point. Um, he wasn't really hurt. Charlo just took a knee and was like, ooh, man, like, yeah, he – um. He knew he was in over his head. I think at some point Charlo just said, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna go the distance. I'm gonna have a, a moral victory in saying I went the distance." Because yeah, he he really didn't put up much of any kind of resistance. I scored it round by round, 12-0 in rounds uh, to 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 Canelo. Um, he looked solid. He looked sharp. He looked good. Um, he didn't even sit down in between rounds. If, if you go back and watch the fights, he was standing up in between rounds, right? Um, but yeah, Charlo uh, or uh, Canelo dominant performance. Um, Who's next, right? That's what everybody wants to know, right? Who's next? Give um, us a fight that we want to see as fans, you know? Like, right yeah. now, Canelo, he's, what, 32, 33 years of age? Yeah, something like about 33, I believe, yeah. You got to take one. You got to take that yeah. other huge fight 
you know, so, that, that's yes. put you on, on the pedestal of yeah. on the argument of being one of the greatest boxers of all time. Mm -hmm. In order to be up there on yeah. that pedestal, you got to beat the best. You got to beat yeah. the best. Yeah. And Canelo's resume is 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 outstanding. I mean, he re it really is, right? You look through his resume; it's outstanding. I think he's definitely uh, solidified himself as one of the best, one of the be definitely one of the best Mexican fighters ever. Um, there's actually a connection. So we have uh, David Benavides, right? He's fighting Demetrius Andra Andrade in San Antonio on November 25th, the, the the Thanksgiving weekend, right? So that one just got announced to be in San Antonio. Um, and David Benavides, they call him the Mexican monster. If you haven't seen him, he's a beast, right? Um, he beat uh, Caleb Plant recently. Um, he's knocking on Canelo's door. Um, he's not as well known, but he's a big fighter, big uh, junior middle, or I'm sorry, super middleweight. He young, strong, hungry. Um, the question is, is he ready for a Canelo, or or is is or is he catching Canelo at the right time? So that would they be a good fight. They always think you're ready until they step in well, the ring. Oh yeah, yo, exactly. Of yeah. course, of course. Like Mike Tyson said, everybody always has a game plan until you get punched. Um, yeah. So David Benavides is fighting Bubu Andrade in San Antonio uh, Thanksgiving weekend, which is going to be a good fight, actually. Um, the other Charlo brothers on the undercard on that fight now. Um, he's fighting uh, Jose Benavides, which is David's brother. Um, I think David or este, yeah, David Benavides could be the next in line for Canelo, um, which would be a big fight maybe in May. Um, I think, you know, I first heard people talk about Canelo fighting Terrence Crawford. And at first I thought, eh, that sounds like a pipe dream. I actually think that might be the fight. That it could happen maybe in September. Um, that would be a big fight. The big, you know, Terrence Crawford is 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 one of the best in the world right now after beating Spence. I don't know the size difference though. He would be coming up in weight also to fight a Canelo. Um, it would be interesting to see if that fight ever happens, Crawford versus Canelo. Um, but I think David Benavides is definitely one of the contenders up next. He's fighting in San Antonio um in November. And actually, just this morning was announced Ryan Garcia's next fight. Is December second at the Alamo Dome. King Ryan, King Ryan is coming to San Antonio December second. Mark your calendars. I just saw it this morning. Um, he's fighting a tune up in a way. A guy named Oscar Duarte, um, tough dude. But I think Ryan is looking at this as a tune up for a bigger fight in the future. But it's December second at the Alamo Dome. I just saw that this morning. I'm excited that the fights are coming to San Antonio, man. Yeah. I'm excited that more and more fights are coming to, to San Antonio, right? Hey, man, um, that Checkport Arena, dude, is where it's at, dude. Yeah. It's a good good yeah. venue, man, to go check out a fight. It's not humongous, so you have that yeah. more intimate setting, you know, where you can, no matter where you're sitting, you're going to yeah. have a good have view a good of seat. the ring. Yeah, good right, view right, of the right, ring. Yeah. Yeah. And the facilities are great, man. They're on point. Mm -hmm. You know, they have easy access to get drinks. Bathrooms are right there on either side mm -hmm. where you're sitting, on the left or the right. You want to go to the main concourse, you can go out there, get something to eat, get some, you know, drinks or whatever you need. I mean, everything's in easy, easy access, you know. Yeah. Reachable. And I like the layout, you know, like I said, it's a great mm -hmm. facility, state of the art, you know, so I know mm -hmm. that they're going to start getting more and more uh, fights to come over there. You know, they already yeah. had a uh, PBC come out there. They yeah. had some, some UFC fight, uh, UFC mm -hmm. fight came through there as well, or mixed, uh, should I say combat sports. So it's, it's becoming the, the, the hot spot in San yeah. Antonio, you know, to go and have yeah. a boxing match. So looking yeah. forward to that, man. And I hope, I hope Brian gets his stuff together, man. Because he thought he was ready for Tank. He clearly wasn't, man. And I think he, yeah. he had to get humbled in order for him to really get hungry again. You know, you still have other hey, things he, that you need to work on, you know? Right. Hey, hey, he 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 trains trainers. He's with Derek James now, who's an outstanding trainer. Um, I know, yeah, you know, he he's Spence's trainer. He's a trainer with Charlo. So 
you know, obviously he's taken a couple of L's recently, but those are big mega fights. But Derek uh, James is a really, really good trainer, and Ryan Garcia has moved to his camp. And I've seen some of the workouts, and I feel like Derek James is going to get him um, where he needs to go. Um, Ryan, I think, has a lot of talent, right? He has a lot of tools. Um, I just – he needed to kind of, like you said, get it honed and, and kind of go back to the basics, right? Um, I think he was relying on his talent and his speed alone and reflexes, right? He's like a twitchy, fast fighter. Yeah. Um, I like Ryan. I, I I met him actually when he's, he, he, he's lives here in San Diego and I met him at a beach. Literally. I saw him at a beach. I look over and he's Ryan's hanging out there with his family, having a barbecue. I took a picture with him. Super cool guy. Um, humble kid. But, um, uh, yeah, I think he's got the tools and I like him, you know, and, um, but, um, it's interesting. They're going to see what he does post tank, right? Tank's a beast, man. Um, um, hopefully, hopefully he learns from that loss. Yeah. The thing with Ryan, man, is that tank just dispatched him easily. He found the little, he found the chink in the armor, just went underneath those punches, worked that body. And sure enough, man, he dropped him with that kidney shot. And like that, that is nasty, dude. When you get hit like that, you don't always feel it right away. And he felt it. And he's like, no, I can get up. No, I can't. Mm -hmm. You know, I've been hit like that, bro. I've been in the ring and I've been hit like that. I tell you what, you get hit right there, bro. Your, nah, your mind dude. says to get up and, and your nope. body just won't, won't, it won't let you, bro. I've been there. Yep, I've been there, man. I'm telling you, I've been hit right there and your mind is saying get up and your body just won't respond. You get stunned, bro. It's, it's like a stunner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you oh, freeze yeah. up like you just like, yeah. you're in so much pain, bro. Yeah. Your body it it literally down. temporarily paralyzes you. Like yeah. it really does. You know, yeah. I, I'll take a punch to the chin any day of the week. A punch to the, uh, or the right part of your body, bro, your Ooh. whole body will be, will be paralyzed and shut down. Um, but yeah, man, I, I'm just glad that the fight is landing in San Antonio. I, I think it's a it's a it's a it's a big deal for Ryan to come out there. The Benavides fight is going to be in San Antonio. Like we got Mario Barrios back on track. We got Bam uh, Rodriguez fighting in, in Arizona yeah. soon, representing Pudo. Um, there's a you know San Antonio being a hotbed of boxing. Um, is coming back to those lays, the the, the glory days of Jesse James Leah, huh? We um, have John Michael Johnson Thomas here, man. It's all yeah, that exactly makes right, exactly right. You got Jesse James Leha out out in, in, yeah. in, the, in the city has his gym and he's out in the community, right? So there's a lot of good young fighters come out of San Antonio that we got to, you know, represent and showcase. So I'm, I'm, it's exciting to me. Yeah. Hey man, we're going to talk about Mario Barrios and Ugas. Uh, before we do that though, I'm going to go ahead and, and have a quick pause here for one of our, our sponsors, Cynthia J. Sanchez. J Par Real Estate has been a proud sponsor of ours since day one. Check out Cynthia J Sanchez. Her reviews can't be wrong because all of the people that she sells homes to, they give her five stars and say that she is prompt, that she is understanding, that she communicates well, that she calls back, that she answers questions correctly. And yes, they say that she is good at what she does. If you are in the market to buy a home, sell a home, whether it be a rental property, primary residence, or Airbnb, reach out to Cynthia J. Sanchez from J. Par Real Estate. Her number is 210-273-0748. She has 16 years of experience in real estate and is a former claims adjuster with USAA. So she knows what she's looking for when she's showing you those pre-owned homes. Give Cynthia J. Sanchez a call at 210-273-0748 for all your real estate needs. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, uh, Cynthia J. Sanchez, for being a a proud sponsor of this show. You know, make sure you give a call at 210-273-0748. Yeah, so let's go and talk a little bit about Barrios, dude. Barrios, man, he's one of these fighters where this last fight that he had, he he again, you know, he it didn't go the way that San Antonio fans had hoped or the way that Barrios had hoped, you know. And the thing is, I think he's starting to get back to basics again. 
You know, he's looking really good as a fighter in this fight against Ugas. He came out, and Ugas, he's a, he's a uh, Cuban fighter. He came out, he dominated, man. He dropped him twice. Even after the fight, you saw all that damage, man, that mm-hmm. Mario Barrios put on Ugas, dude. That guy was yeah. just rolling from that one side of his face. He couldn't see out of his yeah. eye. Feel bad for the dude, man. But, I mean, it is what it is when it comes to boxing, you know. You're, you're going to have to fight back, bro. You're going to have to learn to put those guards up, you know. You got to pick yeah. your hands up. You can't just be trying to duck under because Barrios mm-hmm. got him. He's trying to go under, trying to duck under those punches. He got him with that combo, dude. And uh, I have to say, man, Barrios looked very sharp. I liked his technique. It looked more honed. Um, and he looked like a, a boxer. I got to say, you know, the, again, you got to take the rasa out of yourself, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes. And Barrios' biggest mistake, he likes to go in there and he likes to scrap it up, bro. He goes toe-to-toe. This time he looked more controlled. He looked like a boxer. And that's what you have to do. You have to learn how to box. You have to go in there and be methodical, dude. Do your pick your pick your your punches, you know, start working the body, use your combos. When somebody shows a little weakness, man, you got to go in there, and take advantage of it. I think all, all in all, I think Barrios is starting to come into his own. And this fight here looked outstanding, dude. What did you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. So when he fought Tank again, he was he, we were just talking about how beast of a uh, uh, that Tank is. He was using the skill early and he looked good and then he got caught because he wanted to go to war. He wanted to trade. He had that photo in him. Right. Um, so. He's back with his old one of his old trainers, Bob Santos, who who's with yeah. uh, uh, Barrios now, right? And Bob Santos is a really a renowned uh, a trainer, and he looks solid. The jab was key. He dropped uh, 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 Ugas with a shotgun jab, is, is what we like to Ooh. call it, where he just stuffed him, bam, and, and and Ugas went down, right? And that jab that Barrios had all night was key, and he was working behind it. He looked solid. I would say that was his best performance. Like you said, yeah. he looked like a technical fighter. He was moving. He was um, b- boxing. Uh, Ugas couldn't see out of that eye. Um, this should give Barrios a, 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 a he's back in the mix for a big fight, a big title fight or something. I mean, Barrios is always going to be in the mix. I think he uh, he uh, uh, you know represented himself very well and and is in line for another big fight. You know, but he needs to fight yeah. disciplined and smart. His footwork was great mm-hmm. as well. You know, yeah. I liked his footwork in this in this fight. And the other the other fight that he had, I mean, he had he didn't have the footwork that he did in this one. He looked. He was a, a little lazy. He was trying to cheat a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and kind yeah. of sloppy in his technique. But this one looked a lot better. You could tell he was ready for this fight. Uh, yeah. Kudos to his camp, you know, and his trainers, man, mm-hmm. for getting him ready for this one because it's easy to get distracted, you know. And Absolutely. I did see him talking with the media a lot, which is a good thing, you know. It's getting his name out there, getting uh, a lot of people to get hyped for this fight. And this yeah. was the one that he wanted to do it with because this was Canelo, you know. He yeah. was going to be an undercard in the Canelo fight. Yeah, exactly. So if they didn't know who Barrios was, they know who he is now, you know? Absolutely. So I I, I love it, man. Another San Antonio product here, you know, ties yeah. to San Antonio, getting mm-hmm. some love, getting that dub, getting that win, you know? I think yeah. he's going to be in contention now to go yeah. ahead and get that that title fight, you know? that. So we're going to see. Who do you think he's going to face next? You know what? So he he's in and around the mix of 130, 140, 147, right? I think he can go anywhere around those ranges. And you got Shakur Stevenson, you got Devin Haney out there, you got all these all these fighters, right? You got Spence still, you got uh, um, Erickson Lubin who won a fight, which was a little controversial on the on the other undercard fight. Um, you know, he's going to be in the mix, and he's with Al Heyman. He's with PBC, so he's in the mix with those guys, right? You see Sam Watson behind him and whispering in his ear as you do um, at a lot of those fights. So I think uh, – I definitely think Barrios is, is in the mix for any of those guys, right? Um, 
I would love to see him in there with those guys, uh, a Shakur or a Devin Haney or any of those guys. Um, those are top-level fighters, I'll tell you that. But, hey, have, having him in the mix with those fighters is, 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 is key. Yeah, I think Barrios is ready, dude. It looks like he's got his yeah. – uh, his not only his his mind right, but he's got that technique down. He's got mm -hmm. that the physicality to go ahead and yeah. go the oh, go yeah. the distance, man. So I think yeah. he's ready for the next level. He's ready for that title fight, man. Yeah. Hope he gets the chance. I hope he gets a shot at it. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I think he will. I really do. I think he will. Cause he's also um, I mean, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. He he's a he's a hittable fighter. You know, he he's he's yeah. an all action guy. Like he's gonna come at you, but he's he's not hard to hit or you know, nothing like that. So. He's intriguing for uh, uh, those championship names because they would even if he loses to them, he he's he was out there and he put himself out there and, he, and he's going to the next level or he beats him and he, yeah. and he, he even rises higher right so he, I, and he's exciting right he's young he's he's good looking kid like I think he can market a fight with a big name like a Shakur Stevenson or a Haney or anybody um in those in those weight classes so I think I think he's attract attracted or attractive. For any of those fighters to, to say hey let's make a big fight together you know hell make it put it here in san antonio or something i don't know put it in texas at the cowboy stadium i don't know um but hey. um yeah definitely man so let's go ahead and play another ad read before we start going ahead and signing off on the show for the day locked on spurs is your daily spurs podcast hosted by jeff garcia the lead spurs writer for ken's five san antonio jeff has a healthy plethora of guests all the time on the locked on Yeah, so make sure you go and pay my boy, Jeff Garcia, uh, a visit there on his Twitter. Make sure you go check him out at Jeff G Spurs Zone. And also check out his YouTube channel. I think Spurnandez left us a little too early, man. <laughs> he already bounced out of here, dude. I don't know if he's having technical problems or he thought I was going to need the show right now. But either way, man, we want to go ahead and thank you guys for watching the show interacting with us like always man we appreciate all every single one of you jc hanover fist tex max frank mario cavazos tim gonzalez you know david outwater jc from special leaf we appreciate every single one of you guys and chris lehata man appreciate you brother so that's about all the time we have for today's episode of the alamo city sportscast again we appreciate you all support we're going to go ahead and have the show on wednesday that's oh tomorrow don't forget we're going to have the uh, Fantasy Gods Extra Point that will be premiering. So you look for that on Tuesdays and on Thursdays by our very own Brandon Medina. All right, boys. We'll see you all tomorrow. We'll, we'll see you all on Wednesday. Make sure you watch out for Brandon Medina tomorrow. In the same time slot, 12 to 1, he's going to bring you the Fantasy Gods Extra Point. So again, we'll see you boys tomorrow. Have Be safe out there. We're out. Peace.